Hey folks, it's King from Stay Tuned Sports, and I gotta tell you, I love energy drinks. They help give me that boost that I need to finish all my work, get through game film recaps from all of Sunday's games, and they provide that pick-me-up during a very long week. What I don't love is that crash and the jitters, the gross feeling you get with most other energy drinks. And that's why I tried Dubby, and I gotta tell you, Dubby is a game changer with flavors like Dragonade, Beach and Peach, Galaxy Grenade, and my personal favorite, the Dub Sludge. You can find your favorite or just get them all. There's no jitters, there's no crash because there's no sugar in Dubby. Plus, Dubby contains Neurofactor, an all natural ingredient derived from coffee cherries, which has been linked to enhanced brain function. You go on over to Dubby.gg right now, that's Dubby.gg, to grab the best energy drink you've ever had. And if you enter the code STSPORTS18, in all caps, you'll get 10% off your order. That's STSPORTS18 to get 10% off of Dubby. Be better. Stay tuners, welcome back to another episode of Stay Tuned Sports. It's your good friend Jimbo here, back with our our buddy King. How you doing, bud? I'll tell you what. Never has the opening of the show been more accurate uh, in a time, man. Listen, I hate the fucking Eagles. <laughs> I just, I fucking hate you guys. I hate the fucking city of Philadelphia. I hate the fans. I hate the people. I hate the city. I hate the buildings. Your buildings suck. They look like shit. Your, your streets are shit. You're full of heroin addicts and homeless people shitting on a street. And you're 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 a step above Camden at best. You smell like shit. You eat horse shit when you win. You got to grease the fucking poles whenever you win something because it's been so long since you guys have actually been successful with anything. Now you got some taste of success with your baseball team and your football team. You got to grease the fucking poles up. Um, I just, I hate, I hate it. I hate it. I hate the whole city. I hate your fans. Uh, You're my friend, so I don't hate you, but I hate that part of you with such a fury. You have no idea. I just, I, I needed to get this out there before we even start, before we even go any further. I know I got to take my medicine and that's fine. But fuck you. Fuck the Eagles. Fuck Philadelphia. Fuck all you Johns. Fuck, fuck it all. Just fuck. Why Why the hatred? What Did I miss something? Did, what, what happened? I don't know. Did you miss it? Why are you going to be an asshole? I mean, why you gotta be an asshole? I, I drank a lot of Jameson that night. So I, I kind of forget how the game ended. I don't know how the game ended because I stopped watching it. <laughs> I, I fucking turned it off. I couldn't. I, I literally, I couldn't do it. As soon as I, we listen, um, being serious for a moment. Okay. The talent differential was massive. It was there. Uh, you know, us as Giants fans, all of us Giants fans, were trying to convince ourselves that we had a chance and that we could do this. Um, but. Clearly, the talent level is just different. You know, Daniel Jones, uh, for as good as a year as he had, still had, you know, what are we working with here? You know, we we had practice squad receivers as good as they had looked against some other teams like the Vikings, like the Colts. Again, they're the Vikings and the Colts. Uh, Going up against a defense like Philadelphia's, which is one of the best in the league, you're going to get exposed. Um and, and that's what happened in our defense for as much as I think we have great pieces, the sexy Dexy up there. Yeah. Uh, Thibodeau uh, really came on in the second half of the season. Uh, Xavier McKinney, uh, even with his fucked up fingers, uh, all that kind of stuff. Like we have pieces, but together, you know, it's just, uh, you know, again, the talent gap 
is there. And, and so, and that's you what, know, that's what amazed me about the game itself is watching that and seeing how Daniel Jones played and see how Barkley played. It seemed like it was the old Daniel Jones and Barkley. Now, now Jones didn't turn over the ball like 10 times or whatever like that, but that pick that he threw to fucking Bradbury was fucking atrocious. Yeah. But, see, but you it know was what? Atrocious. Watching that replay, I, I kind of agree with the commentators. I, I wonder if that was a wide receiver thing. Like, why did he keep going? And Jones was expecting him to, to bring that. It, it could back. be. It could be uh, whatever it was. But again, that goes to the to the to the talent levels, to the skill levels of knowing where you're supposed to be, or or just knowing the moment. Whether that's the receiver, whether that's Daniel Jones, no, no matter what it is, who it is. Um, at the end of the day, the Giants. <laughs> far overachieved yeah. what where they were supposed to be. And uh, they found themselves in some deep fucking water and it showed and it showed. And I, I, I think that's, you, you know what, at, it, at the time, and, and listen, it still stings. I hate it because it's Philadelphia. <laughs> Honestly, if we had lost to anybody else, like if we had lost to San Francisco, let's say we played San Francisco yeah. and San Francisco fucking dominates us like that yeah it hurts and it's kind of a bit of a gut punch but you're like all right it's fine and you you go like you talk to yourself and you're like okay well we overachieved we did a lot more this year than we ever thought we we're going to be this was year one of a of a basically a deconstruction trying to uh tear down everything that gettleman had done and trying to rebuild from there so the fact that we not only made the playoffs but won a playoff game is fucking insane yeah um but it's the fact that it was the Eagles. Like, it's the fact that it's that team that for the last 10 years has fucking owned us. And it's just like, maybe that's it too. It's like you're going, you know, being a Giants fan, going to that game, it's like, listen, this can redeem everything. If we won that game, yeah, that redeems the last 10 years of absolute ass beatings. That's like Fuck you, number one seed, big dog, fucking Eagles. Uh, we fucking got you, and it fuck it, you just it would be so much better. Um, and that wasn't the case. And not only that, but it was a fucking whooping. Yeah, like it was. It was basically, you know, it was a beating of get back in your place. You're not to this level yet, and and that sucks. But taking some time now from Saturday night. It was a fucking great season. Oh, well, yeah, without a doubt. To be a Giants fan, to go, you know, again, like I said, and probably, I don't know if we have any records from the, you know, obviously if you go back and listen to some of the shows we did before in the preseason, you'll hear me talking about, I think I probably said, I think I said five wins. Yeah, I think you said four or five. I said four or five wins, and I said that would be successful to me for what, we looked like we were going to be and all that kind of shit and the teams we were playing and blah, blah, blah. So uh, the fact that we we had a winning record, um, that we made the playoffs, that we beat a 13 and uh, four, 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 yeah, 13 and four team in the Vikings at yeah. their place, in which we should have beat them in a regular season anyway, but that's a whole different story anyway. Yeah. Uh, no matter how much frauds that they are, they were still the number three seed. Uh, so to beat them was, I mean, it, again, if you would have told me before the season that the Giants were going to go to the playoffs and beat the number three seed in the NFC and get to the divisional round, I would have said you're fucking insane. Also, I'm out of weed. Can I have what you're smoking? <laughs> um, so I, I take that all as what a great first step. Now, the question is, what do we do from here? Because there's a couple caveats here. Obviously, we have Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley. Do you want to keep Daniel Jones? A lot, I saw a lot of people all of a sudden before the game, people were talking about how much, oh, yeah, we got to have Daniel Jones. He's our guy. He's our guy. And then after the game, it's like, fuck this bum. He's terrible. I told you he's terrible. Got to get rid of him. It's like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. You know that one game against the NFL's top defense, fucking turn your mind on fucking Daniel Jones right when he starts to get going. Yeah. Here, like, again, I, I go back to Josh Allen, who, you know, before Brian Dayball was very much a, Daniel Jones type. He was very much a raw skill, raw talent, but 
was a turnover machine, didn't have great throwing mechanics, wasn't making the best decisions. Uh, Dayball gets there. He does very well. All of a sudden, Josh, uh, Josh Allen is a top flight QB, does all this shit. Now look what happens. Dayball leaves. Daniel Jones cuts down all his turnovers, becomes a much better quarterback, makes better decisions, all that kind of stuff. And Josh Allen had a ridiculous amount of red zone turnovers. Yeah. Um, and and it had massive efficiency problems, which came to rear their ugly head in their game. So to sit there and say, like, oh, fuck Daniel Jones. No, 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 no. I think the question is, who do you franchise and who do you sign? Do you franchise... Saquon and work out a, a, a contract, try to get a team-friendly deal with Daniel Jones, or do you franchise Jones and try to work out a long-term deal with Saquon? Well, let's depending see. on how the money goes, because I think Saquon, I think if you franchise Saquon, it's like twenty somewhere between twenty and twenty-five million for so, next year. Well, if that's the case, they're not franchising Saquon because the reports already came out that they offered him. I think I think they offered him twelve to fifteen. Uh, like middle of the season. I saw, yeah, at the bye week, they offered yeah. him, a, I think, 13 or something, and he, and he declined. He wanted he, he wanted, wanted Christian McCaffrey. McCaffrey. Yeah. He wanted 16 He wanted like $16 million a year. Yeah. And now and they said no. Let me ask you this, though. With this game, with him being uh, kind of put in check, I guess, does that hurt his value? Or do you think he'll no. still get no, what he no, wants? No, 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 no. And that's the other thing, too. But you're saying, like, no, they're not going to sign Saquon. But here's the thing. If you franchise no, no. Daniel Jones, they'll, that's they'll sign 30. Him. They'll sign him, no. but they won't franchise him. Well, if you franchise Daniel Jones, that's thirty plus million dollars oh, okay. for next year. Okay, because it goes by the market value of like I think the top, top five yeah. averages of the of of who you have. Then, man, you're really overpaying for Saquon. Then, if if you franchise uh, franchise him, well, if you franchise Saquon, you could say that you're overpaying. But if you franchise Daniel Jones, you could say you're overpaying for him. But you're gonna have to franchise one of them. Yeah, and that's why um, I bring in the whole transition tag too, because that that goes a little bit different as far as. I think that one's like the top 10 or the, the, the lower, like six to 10 salaries. It's not as expensive as the franchise. That's why it's a little bit less. Um, What's that? The the trans, transition tag. Like they have the franchise tag and they have the transition tag. You know what I'm talking I, about? I, I'm going to be honest. I don't even know what the fuck that is. It, it's very rare to use the transition tag, but it's just. I like, don't know. I don't know. That's what I mean. I've never heard it, so okay. I don't know if they'll use it or not. I don't know if that's. Not, I know they have the. They have. I, I, they have like franchise, and then uh, something that's like a non-committal franchise or something like that. It's like a franchise tag where you can franchise tag somebody, but they can still get offers from other teams. And then oh, if okay. they, it's it's almost like a restricted free agency. Yeah, like you franchise them. And then if somebody else offers them something, you can either match the offer or they have to give you like two firsts and some other kind of compensation or some shit like that. Oh, uh, okay. So I mean, maybe, maybe they, they deleted the transition and, and put this one in. I'm just still thinking and, it's still And there. maybe that's, and that's what I'm wondering. Maybe that's what they do with Saquon is if they give him, well, no, because this is, apparently this has been around forever. Yeah. The, the two different franchise tags, uh, which is something I just learned, uh, last week i believe oh okay when all this talk was happening that there's the fran there's a there's an exclusive franchise tag. that's it there's that, an exclusive yeah. franchise tag and a non-exclusive franchise tag okay so in the, in the exclusive franchise tag they are locked in franchise tag you that's it nobody can fuck with you you are there and then the non-exclusive franchise tag is your tag you're with us but if somebody does offer you uh, something else, something more. It, it turns almost into like a restricted free agency where you have the right of first refusal, and then if not, you get massive compensation for it. Oh, okay. So, uh, um, that could be something that they do with Saquon, um, because as much as I like him and he has had flashes of brilliance, is he worth that money? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, you know, but then again, you could say the same about same thing about Daniel Jones. Now, if I'm Daniel Jones, I want to stay where I am. Yeah. For the simple fact of I finally have stability. I finally have a coach that fucking gets me, gets my strengths, knows how to coach me, knows how to put me in a position to succeed. And if you if you leave now, you go somewhere else. 
like, I'm sure you'll look great and maybe somebody will pay you a lot of money, but will you have that same success somewhere else? Yeah. With that, like, that, that, like I, I don't know. So if I'm Daniel Jones personally, <clears throat> maybe you look at taking like maybe a two or three year deal, make it team friendly. You know, listen, he's still going to get paid. I think Daniel Jones is still going to get somewhere well, yeah. around $20 million. Yeah. And I, I would think that's fair. I mean, most of these higher end quarterbacks now, like they're, they're talking about Jalen Hurts getting but, close to 40. But, but see, here's the thing is if he has, you know, an agent or somebody else in his ear saying, hey, man, we got people saying they'll put $35, $40 million for you, you know, what, what do you do? Like, I, I just hope that. At the at the end, he chooses to stay to get more success here, and then when his next contract comes up, cash in there. Then he can go to the fucking bank. Yeah, if he continues the way the way he's going here. Yeah, you know, because the Giants basically called his bluff too, and was like, you know, we're not going to, you know, do the fifth year option. Uh, and then he had a career year. Yeah. So now, you know, does he have maybe some resentment for that too? I, I don't know. All signs go, you know, that everything looking the way, looking at it right now, looks like Daniel Jones will be back. I think it's also looking like that Saquon will be back. How, however, they work that out is how they worked it out. Then the next part is what other pieces do we get here to advance, you know, to, to progress next year. Cause this is the problem. And I was talking to my father about this. I think this is also the conundrum about this year for the New York football giants is that having overachieved this year, you can't go backwards now. Yeah. Like you can't have a seven and nine season next year or, or you know, I'm sorry, a, a, a seven and 10 yeah. or an eight, and nine season. I always forget about that 17th game. Yeah, it has to be uh, a, a winning season. Uh, it's either a winning season or a losing season. There's no more 500. Yeah. Um, but either way, like you can't have a losing season. You can't miss the playoffs. Uh, like you, now you've done this. Now the bar is set, even though this was your first year of basically a deconstruction, even before the rebuild starts. Yeah. Now you've done this. So now the expectation going into next year is at least get to this spot, whether that's realistic or not. I don't know, but that is where the expectations are going to be. So now what do you get in the offseason? What do you do all that? That's all stuff that we can talk about later. However, why don't we shift the the, uh, the, the conversation over to the actual winning side, the team that fucking <laughs> mud-stopped the fucking Giants. I'm, I'm sorry, you cut out there for a second. What did you say? Dude, you're the fucking Eagles are <laughs> fucking wagon, dude. I hate them. I hate uh, them to death. I'll, and I'll I'm going to be rooting against them like hell, <laughs> but they are a fucking wagon. I'll, I'll tell you what, I, I think me and you kind of both agreed. Uh, the, you said the Giants are, are good or, or have a hard time against the first uh, 15 scripted plays of a team, and what could they do after or after that? And I, I said the same thing. The first two drives will tell me if this team is back to clicking or is it still not where it was. And even after the first two drives, me being a typical Eagles fan, I'm like, okay, we're up 14 nothing. Maybe the pressure is going to get put on the Giants now to, you know, run after us. And I was still not convinced yet that we would blow you guys out. I didn't expect this to happen. Like, I, you know, obviously I'm happy we won, but I was I was really hoping it would have been a game, like a three, four point game. Don't get me wrong. I was screaming everything, but the, the Lennon, the dog, he didn't know what to do. Every time I yelled for a touchdown, he came over to tackle me like, ooh, treat. And I'm like, the fuck away from me. <laughs> well, at least he, at least he could tackle you on like the fucking giants and <laughs> your fucking tight end who couldn't fucking tackle for shit. <laughs> fucking just, uh, um, dude, it was just, it was so unbelievable. And like I said, that was the there was there was a massive talent gap. Yeah, um, and the giants have been able to kind of hide it and and do things all year. But <clears throat> we saw in that first game. Uh, where the Eagles blew the Giants out. And, you know, my excuse the whole time was, well, all of our receivers were hurt, and that's when we had just got some of our practice squad, you know, like like Hodgins was just yeah. on the team. We just brought him up from a practice squad. And, uh, you know, 
uh, half our offensive line was out, or our defensive line was out, and Xavier McKinney was out, and all that other stuff. I was so I was trying to convince myself, like, hey, now we got everybody on a defense. We've had weeks for our offense to kind of click with our receivers and Daniel Jones. I was like, we got a shot here. Our offensive line was performing a lot better. Evan Neal got much better as the year went on. Yeah. I was like, oh, you know, you, you as a fan, you try to convince yourself. Uh, and then you watch that game, and then it just becomes abundantly apparent that, <laughs> nope, there is just still a talent gap there. Uh, and, uh, and the Eagles uh, – but see, here's the thing. Three years ago, the Eagles were in the same position as the Giants. And that's I, – I know, you know, we said we'll talk down the road about free agents, stuff like that. That's where I hope the Giants – don't do and say, hey, you know, the tail end of the season, we had wide receivers start to show up. We're good at the wide receiver position. No. I, I think no. you need one or two more good receivers. And I've heard some rumors. I've heard some rumors of who the Giants might be targeting uh, in the offseason, which Beckham. would be nice if we, could, if we get him. No. <laughs> he's done it. I mean, that's something he's going to go find somewhere. But no, we got there's somebody else apparently I heard. Again, it's just scuttlebutt. It's just rumors floating around there in the ether. Uh, you know, but if the, if that name turns out to be somebody the Giants get in the offseason, uh, depending on, you know, again, how contracts work out and how teams do things, obviously, because I think this person's going to have one year left on their rookie contract. Okay. And so with everybody else that they're this team is going to need to pay, maybe he doesn't get paid. Maybe he goes on the market. Maybe there's a trade. Maybe, 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 maybe. So I think there's – obviously, I think the Giants are going to look to do that. They're going to have a lot of cap space, uh, you know, as they start to get out from under Gettleman's fucking insanity. <laughs> uh, so we're going to have a lot of cap space to work with, which is good and helps. So we're going to be able to build and able to, to progress like that. But uh, as for this game itself, no. There was the, – the talent gap was there. And I think no matter who the Giants played, if they had played the Eagles, obviously – Massive talent gap. If they had played San Francisco, massive talent gap. If they had played the Cowboys, massive talent gap. Uh, even with the Cowboys, even with the Cowboys as they are, now they might know. have they, they would have had a better chance to beat the Cowboys, I think, than either the Eagles or yeah. the 49ers. Uh, but I think they probably still lose to the Cowboys too. Uh let, the, let it, me say it, this it depends. Though. It depends. It depends. Let me say this. Nick Sariani, he's a fucking dick. Thank you. I was going to say that guy has the most punch. I like. He's a good coach. Listen, and you guys I found a good coach, and he's got him. But he's got the most punchable fucking face in the goddamn oh, world. I'm not saying anything about his face. We're on the five yard line, up by how many points? And he puts Boston Scott in there. I'm like, no, he's not going to. No, he's not. <laughs> he fucking. I don't scores. give a shit. No, he is. He's the most. <laughs> he's got the most punchable face. He's an asshole. He is a dick. I love uh, him. Which is fine. Which is fine though, because that's what I, you know. I want this to be. What it is. I want this rivalry to be that. I yeah. want this to be, hey, hey, fuck you, you know, <laughs> uh, you know. And because here's the other thing too, we're not going to forget that. Oh yeah, the Giants, Dayball's not going to forget that. The Giants aren't going to forget that. The next time we play the Eagles, and hopefully we'll have, uh, you know, close that talent gap a little bit. The next time we play, uh, that's not something that's going to be forgotten. It's going to be, hey, remember when they started fucking rubbing it in and they put the giant killer Boston Scott in there to fucking get a touchdown? <laughs> remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember that. And that's it. When when it comes to a point in the game where it's going to be like, oh, why don't we just, you know, run the clock out or kneel it down or something like that. We'll throw a fucking all verticals fucking pass to fucking <laughs> throw it. You're like, that's what I want. I want it to be a fuck you. Fuck you. Yeah. No shaking hands in the middle of the field, walking off the field. Fuck your mother. Go fuck yourself. You like know, a, shit like a, that. A buddy Ryan, Jimmy Johnson. Kind of, yeah. Right. I want that. I want Sirianni to call Dayball fat. Dayball to call Sirianni a fucking retard looking asshole. And I'm going to punch his face and I'm going to punch his fat gut. Nah, fuck this and fuck you and fuck you, asshole. Fuck you, John, and all that kind of shit. I, that's, that's what that builds and that's what that brings. So, yes, no, uh, I think Sirianni's a dick, but I mean, that matches the personality of Philadelphia in and of and itself. That, You're that's, all a that's bunch why of I dicks. Love uh, you know, I, I've never said a bad word about him. I, I've always liked the hire. I think um, I just said several bad words about him. <laughs> but um, so, you know, okay, we, we talked about the Eagles. We talked about the Giants. Uh, should we talk about the Dallas debacle? Um, well, here's the, I mean, I mean, this is, we could just go over this too, because I think this is clearly just a game where uh, Brock Purdy faced his toughest defense yet that he's faced yet since he's been starting. Yeah. Um, and it showed, again, it was not a lot of points scored in this game. However, 
the difference of the game, which is surprising, is that you had Brock Purdy in his what was it seventh game, eighth game? I believe uh, it's as the a seventh. starter, uh, he played a smarter, mistake-free, more mistake-free football than a six-year starter in Dak Prescott. Yeah. And that's what it came down to. Dak Prescott had two picks, should have had about four, uh, made bad decisions with the football. Um, I, I know the one that everybody's talking about uh, on Twitter and everything is the one where he threw the CD lamb where uh, 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 T.Y. Hilton was wide the fuck open down the seam. Yeah. And he just threw it past him and tried to get hit CD who was in double coverage. Um you just there were there were mistakes made constantly by Dak and by that offense and it hamstrung them because that game was there for them to win. Yeah. If they performed well. The defense gave the Cowboys offense a chance to win the game. And the bottom line is Dak Prescott dropped the ball. Now it also hurt that Pollard broke his leg early on in the game is that what happened yes okay I, mean, I know i heard it because uh i was actually racing uh sunday night so i had the game on a little bit so i was kind of you know paying attention a little bit and i i heard that they reported you know, okay he's officially out for the game you know ankle blah blah but okay so it's so i mean that he'll be ready for this the next but here, season though but here's the thing well who knows i don't who knows if he's gonna be in dallas next year oh that's true yeah he's a free agent. i don't know if they have money i don't know if they have money for him because they yeah. gave all their money to dak and fucking zeke yeah and that's the other thing too okay pollard's out so you have ezekiel elliott but you don't really use him it's like why the fuck to have why the why do you have ezekiel like zeke did nothing this year yeah he was he was a goal line running back that they used that was it well because pollard he didn't have performed them he didn't have a single 100-yard rushing game this year. Not one. He hasn't had a 100-yard rushing game since I believe somebody said week seven of last year. Wow. Or might, might even be more than that. But don't quote me on that again. We're not a stats show. It's not yeah, what it's we just, do. It's just been a long time. Uh, it's been it's been over well over a year, well over a, a season and a half since he's had a 100-yard rushing game. So um, you have Zeke who was criminally underutilized you had Dak who was making massive mistakes um and and you had the defense who held the 49ers uh and that prolific offense uh very well pretty much the whole game and gave their offense a chance to win and at the end of the day I'm sorry it comes down to Dak and he dropped the ball oh, yeah. and I think this is this is the point a lot of people are making right now is listen th this is Dak this is this is who he is, and this is where you go now. This isn't a case of where he'll get better. This isn't a case of, well, next season, and he won't make the same mistakes, and he won't do No, this is, unfortunately, this is who your quarterback is. Yeah. So now if you're Dallas, you have to start looking at and making the decisions of, is this who we want as our quarterback, or are we going to try to move on or find somebody else? And that's um, going to be hard to do because of, of the contract, I believe. Yeah, no, it's massive contract. It, again, that's I, I, I think that was a mistake by Jerry. Yeah. Um, and now you also have the case of you know, listen, do you, is Mike McCarthy the right guy? Because again, he made some really bad time management decisions again in this game, <laughs> and that's and that's and that fucking follows him back to Green Bay uh, with his time management decisions. So, um, Dallas was a mess, and even as a mess. They were still in it to win that game. That defense of theirs is fucking impressive. Yeah, and um, and I, 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 I think who who's that defensive coordinator? Is that Kellen Moore? Uh, or Cow Cowboys offense co coordinator is Kellen Moore. Defense. Who is their defense? Oh, defense is Dan Quinn. Dan Quinn. That's what I wanted to go. He's getting a head coaching job. And that's something else I saw from some Cowboys fans saying they Cowboys should do everything in their power. Let Kellen Moore fire him. Do whatever you got to do. Just get rid of him and overpay Dan Quinn to not take a head coaching job. Keep him in Dallas. That, but that's not going to happen. And that's not going to happen. And then it depends, too. Like, if, if 
Jerry's got to look at, does he want to keep Mike McCarthy? Does he fire Mike McCarthy and try to get Sean Payton here? Sean Payton has made no bones about that. He loves Dallas, loves Jerry Jones, loves the Cowboys job, would love to have that job. Yeah. You know, when he was working there with Bill Parcells, he wanted, you know, he that's something he wanted. So we'll see. Like or, I said. That, or do you do uh, a, a kill a bird with two stones and fire McCarthy and hire Dan Quinn as the head coach? He'll still be overlooking the defense. Uh, I don't know if Jerry will do that. Yeah, I don't know if that's big enough for Jerry. So you know, but I, Jerry also has a has a history of holding on to coaches too long anyway. Yeah, so so he might hold on to Mike McCarthy. Let me ask you this too, because I, I I know you've been kind of critical of Sean McDermott um, with this last game. Who would you fire first, McCarthy or McDermott? Well, McCarthy. Okay, McCarthy in a heartbeat. Uh, McCarthy's just, uh, I don't know if the game has passed him by. Again, he makes some odd decisions at times. Uh, He's always seemed to make weird time management decisions. Um, I've been critical of McDermott just in the fact of like, not, not for anything specifically, but does it seem like Buffalo's reached a ceiling to you? I don't think so. I, I just honestly, I just think they had a, a bad week. Because I'll tell you what, that you, this is now two years in a row. They're out in a divisional round when they're Super Bowl favorites. Um, they lost in the AFC Championship game against the Chiefs in the 2020 COVID year. Yeah. So, um, and now obviously you have. There's talent fighting on the sidelines. Diggs is, you know, he's le- leaving the locker room before the coaches even get there. Yeah. He's like, fuck this and all this stuff, you know. Um, that I wouldn't read too much into. That, that's just a but, competitor showing his emotions. But, but there's been, like, again, Buffalo was a favorite yeah. all year. They were considered to be, like, the team – it was them, and like who, who, who's going to beat the Bills? Who's going to beat the Bills? And then they beat Kansas City, and they're running along, they're chugging along. It's like okay, they had a couple hiccups during the year, uh, but overall, I was like okay, no, I mean Buffalo seemed like Buffalo. Buffalo seemed like the team. Yeah. Um, and again, then you get to the playoffs, they struggle against Miami and their third string quarterback, in which I think if if McDaniel's uh, Mike, if Mike McDaniel's knows how to to you know get a play in before the play clock expires, <laughs> yeah. and if he doesn't ask for his third string quarterback to fucking make incredible throws that I wouldn't ask a rookie to do, yeah, the Dolphins might win that game. In which case, then you're talking about the Bills are out in a wild card round. So that game was closer than it ever should been, and could have gone really bad for the Bills. Then you have the Bills playing at home in their environment, in a snow globe, with all of that going on, and they get utterly dominated and outperformed by the Cincinnati Bengals to the point where that game was never in doubt at all. That Bengals defense locked them down. Joe Burrow is a fucking dog. Like, he is legitimately maybe the coolest fucking guy in the NFL. I know, like, you know, the, the, the rule of thumb is you can't really judge a quarterback till their fourth, fifth year. I, I think you could agree. You know, Burrow is dude, the dude. Joe Burrow, listen, and you can argue that Joe Burrow is the best quarterback right now in the NFL. And I know people will say, fuck that, it's Mahomes. And that's no. sure, that's a great that's a great argument to make. No, absolutely, Mahomes is... Well, I, I got Mahomes, Mahomes is in that two. argument. Yeah, yeah, to, say, I, to, say, to say Mahomes is not in that argument, to say to say he's the best quarterback in the league is, is a dumb one to make. Yeah, Because no. Mahomes is, he's probably going to be the MVP this year. Um, and the stats bear it out. Listen, numbers don't lie. Yeah. That's, the, that's the bottom line with anything. The numbers don't lie, and Mahomes has the numbers. Uh, but... Man, is fucking Joe Burrow the guy, though. Like, that motherfucker is just, he's cool as shit. He's as composed as you can want. Some people come off as cocky. He's, I liked his response to that because somebody, I think, somebody had asked him, like, uh, you know, do, do, do you think it might rub people the wrong way if you're, you know, you come off as cocky and you come off as, you know, almost arrogant and stuff like that? He's yeah. like, 
it's not cocky. It's it's confidence when you're when you've prepared. When you prepare, you're confident. And I mean, that was such a great answer to that kind of question of like he's not going out there thinking I'm gonna win or I'm this great because I am just this great. Yeah. He goes out there and kind of has that look and swagger about him because he's done the work. He's watched the film, he's done the practices, he's read all the plays and done all the studying and he's done all that he has prepared himself for each game that he plays in to be the absolute best in the game that he plays in yeah and at the end of the day when you do that and you're like i i've done all this work i've got this i think that can easily be seen as being cocky or like sure you know so sure fire about it but he puts in the work to do it and I think that's the that's the difference. So I thought that was a great answer from him. Um, I liked his but, answer about the neutral site championship game. Well, they've all been saying that now. You know, hey, get your refunds. You yeah. Know? So, <laughs> uh, but and and that's great. But now here, I mean, here's the thing. Now you have this AFC championship game rematch. Uh, you have the Bengals who have beaten the Chiefs three straight times, including last year's AFC Championship matchup. Mahomes has got a high ankle sprain. He suffered that early in the first quarter against the Jaguars, who, by the way, Jaguars, fucking game. Yeah. A lot more game than the fucking Giants were, that's for sure. But <laughs> yeah. they were hanging in there right to the end uh, against the Chiefs. Uh, good job for them. Good job. Again, there's another team that, as as they build and they do stuff, and, and that's what I mean. I think those are your two leaders for coach of the year is is Dayball and, and Dougie Peterson. And I can't be like if Doug wins, you're gonna have to try really hard to be upset that Doug Peterson won. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I think either one of them deserve it. If not both of them, hey, split the fucking award, let them share it. I don't yeah. care. Uh but I think those two are are head and shoulders coaches of the year. Uh but I'll tell you what, man, the Jaguars fucking hung in there. Uh, and played a hell of a game, uh, even though they were down most of it. They kept on fighting back. They they were never out of it uh, until the very end. Yeah. Uh, but they uh, 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 hell of a game, hell of an effort from the Jaguars. But now here it is. We got the AFC Championship game. We got the Bengals going to Arrowhead again. Like I said, they've beaten them three straight times. You have Mahomes with the high ankle sprain. Is he going to be as mobile? Is he going to be able to do that stuff? Now here's the thing: Mahomes can throw the ball. It doesn't matter. Like he can throw the ball without using any of his feet. He's jump passes yeah, and throws yeah. a fucking fifty yards. So you know what I mean? Like he's got an unnatural talent. Um, so even if they have to, you know, even if Mahomes becomes a pocket passer for this game, that doesn't mean that the Chiefs are all of a sudden uh, diminished in any way. That team is a fucking absolute powerhouse. Yeah. Um. But it's going to be hard to fucking pick against those Bengals, man. That fucking defense and how just Joe Burrow is, you got, you're going to be hard-pressed to fucking pick against the fucking Bengals team. I don't know if, if I'll be able to do that. If if Kansas City has to win, like if, if I have to pick Kansas City to win this game, I just hope they just destroy Eli Apple. Just keep throwing to his side and make sure... <laughs> yeah, no. You know, he's getting that, fucking annoying. That, that motherfucker, you know, he fucking woke up on second base and thought he hit a double. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, he fucking... Uh, just the shit talk that comes from him after he's been toasted all fucking year. Yeah. Like, it's hard <laughs> to root for the Bengals because of him, and I get that. Uh, you know, but, like, my my, I I I like Joe Burrow so much that that kind of overrides how shitty Eli <laughs> Apple is, and I know how shitty Eli Apple is. He he started with the Giants. That's uh, that's and what he I was too. Is he like, was shitty with us. He's been shitty with the Saints. He's been shitty with the Giants. Exactly. He's shitty with everybody he's gone. He, he's a, a, a what do they call it? A travelman, a, a player that bounces from team to team to team. Journeyman. He, he's a, a journeyman cornerback. And he has one good game and thinks he's a freaking Hall of Famer, <laughs> you know. And he doesn't even really have a good game. It was like it was, there were so many other things that were going on there. Like he's he he was not yeah. Like, and he's acting like he's I shut him down. I'm a shutdown corner. It's like 
Eli, just look back to the fucking Ravens game where you got fucking <laughs> smoked yeah. on that touchdown. And you got smoked on basically every play. Let's go back to the regular season and watch you just getting turned into toast. The only person that can comparatively get as toasted as you this year was fucking Jalen Ramsey, who was another one who never shuts his fucking mouth. Yeah. But got toasted to hell this year. So, like, uh, yeah, no, Eli Apple needs to shut his fucking mouth. But, and, and, and I think everybody can understand that and agree with that. However, um, that being said, uh, I don't know. We'll do our picks in a little bit here. But, man, yeah. that, that Bengals team looks strong. And then you go over to the NFC and, and, and you have that Philadelphia team that is, as much as I hate to say it, fucking good. Like they're a good now, team, but now they're going up against the San Francisco defense did, did that you is know, maybe tougher than anyone they've seen this year. Did you know Jalen Hurts already played uh, Brock Purdy in college? Yes, yes, I, yes. I did not Oklahoma, know that. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, they were both in the Big Twelve that that year that he switched over from Alabama to Oklahoma. Oklahoma yeah, because uh, Brock Purdy played for Iowa State, and uh, Brock Purdy outperformed him that game. Won that game. He had six no, touchdowns, and he lost. No, I thought he won. No, no. Hurts uh, Oklahoma won, but their their stat lines were pretty good. Uh, pretty Pur- yeah. Uh, he uh, Bert Purdy had six touchdowns. Hurts yeah. had five, uh, and they were both over five hundred yards. I Something think Purdy like had that. more yards too. But uh, stat wise, Purdy outperformed him. I yeah. I, I could have sworn I saw that Iowa State won that game. Uh, but either way, I just hope um, it's not that Purdy that shows up. <laughs> well, here's the thing: is neither uh, those were Big Twelve defenses. Yeah. The Eagles and the 49ers are not Big 12 defenses. (laughs) I think we could both understand that and agree to that as well. So, again, I think we have a situation here where you have two amazing defenses, and it's going to basically be who makes a mistake on offense. And will it be Jalen Hurts? Will it be the Eagles? Or will it be Brock Purdy? Now, we saw Purdy against the Dallas defense, which is arguably one of the better defenses in the NFL, and he didn't crack. Yeah. He kept his composure. He made the smart plays. He took what they gave him. And again, they won. Is that going to be how this is with this game? I think it's going to have to be. But uh, I think this is definitely going to be a, a a lot lower scoring and closer game yeah. than maybe the... Uh, uh, the AFC game, but this is going to be this is going to be a much different field than that fucking Giants game. That's for sure. That's why I was kind of hoping that this Eagles Niners game was on Saturday, so I could keep drinking my Jameson and keep my nerves calmed. <laughs> oh, you just stop, stop. You don't see. This is what I mean. You don't need. You don't need. You don't need. You don't, you don't need alcohol to calm your nerves. You know. You just need some. You need some. You know. Hey, listen. Be like me. Get some weed. See, get some nice little edibles. <laughs> see, that's why you it's, move, it's legal now. You gotta move it's back legal. to the area so I could bum some off of you. It's legal, like all that stuff. But you know what? No, you know what you're gonna need if you're gonna be watching this game is you're gonna need some dubby to yes. go ahead and stay focused. Yes, I am on all the things and see all the plays that are happening. And you know, listen, if you if you if you have some dubby there while you're watching the game, you know, you'll be able to see the plays. You know, almost maybe have a little foresight, see what's happening, be able to see. Oh, did they move? Are they going to do a blitz? Is it a false blitz? Are they moving backwards? Is this going to open up a hole? Is it going to be a big gaping hole for Boston Scott to run through? Oh no, is that Joey Bosa's arms? Oh my God, what's going to happen here? You know, so you got to do all that. <laughs> if listen. If, if you do want some W before the game, go to W.GG. When you go pick up some stuff, go to the checkout. And that little nice nice little bar there has a little promo code. You put in STSports18, all capital letters, STSports18. You're going to get yourself uh, 10% off. I almost said 15. I don't know why I said that, but it's not. It's 10. <laughs> Only 10%. percent off of your purchase. You're going to like that. STSports18 in the promo code box at checkout. W.GG. Go get your focus on before. The championship games because you're gonna need to focus. You're gonna need to focus. Focus. You know, um, I, I'm kind of glad you brought up about Bosa's arms. I did look at them and I gotta kind of agree with your fiance. They're, they are nice looking. Dude, dude's jacked. He's got yeah. he's got some. He's got he's got the arms. Listen, if I was if I was a female, and I was into that sort of thing, I mean, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> he's got better arms than his brothers does. Yeah, that's for sure. And and, uh, and, and brain. Uh, and looks. I think he's a better looking one too. To, if, if we're gonna, if just straight up looks too. Yeah. I think he's better. You know. So it's just overall. You know. Uh, uh, Nick he's is the better Bosa. Nick is the Bosa. Yeah. yeah if we're gonna go by that. <laughs> uh, even though he's got that weird, fucking, car hood cranium front helmet thing. 
Uh, <laughs> he's got that. Yeah, I don't know what that weird helmet. But, yeah. Uh, uh, whatever, whatever helps protect the head, you know. I guess. Um, but it's going to be. I think that's going to be a, a knockout dragout game. So I guess. I mean, what what do we got? What do we got left? Do, do, do we just we're just going to pick the games here and. Well, let me let me, let me ask you one thing, then we'll go to our, our picks here because it came out today that um, with the championship game not playing at a neutral site, there's possibility of down the road the NFL playing at neutral sites. You for, knew that was going to happen, yeah, for the championship games. Yeah, do you Move think those? Over do you think it's going to happen? Uh, if the buddy's right, yes. Because like they they were, I saw they were talking like um, kind of making like the bowl games, name them, right. You know, Right, right, right. Rights and shit like that. I, I hope they don't. I, I don't know. I don't know if they'll do that. But if the money's right, if the, if if they look at it and say we can get this much more from either ticket sales or uh, local revenue or whatever the case is, like if if it turns out that they're like, listen, we can milk this, they'll do it, yeah. and people will be upset and people will bitch about it, but people will get used to it. And then it, then it will become a thing and then it will become a pilgrimage and then people will love it yeah. and people will go and there'll be a celebration. It'll be an AFC celebration and an NFC celebration. And it'll be a whole big thing. And you'll paint the fields with the NFC championship logo and each end zone will be thinking it'll be, a th- it'll, you know, like it, it will catch on. Yeah. There's, there's very little that the NFL can do to not catch on, and that'll catch on because they'll turn it into what they did with the draft, what they do with the Super Bowl, what they do with everything. They make everything bigger. It's a big spectacle, fun, festival atmosphere. It becomes bigger than the game, and people will gravitate towards that. And they'll get ad revenue, and they'll get more ads, and they'll get more sponsors, and they'll, people will jump in on that. And then you'll have the networks – that they'll bid for the championship game rights. It'll, it won't true. even just be for the Super Bowl. You'll have like, well, you know, uh, who wants the who wants this championship game and who wants this championship game and who gets it for this year and that year and who's like, and they might do it every year. Like I said, I think starting next year they're doing uh, bidding for individual games for the networks. Oh, where wow. if a game wants a specific game, they can look at it and then try to bid it and buy it from the other network or do trade. Like like that's hmm. what's happening. So like the NFL is seriously is on the cusp. Like as much as we talk about how like they've have, they've made over a hundred billion dollars with yeah. the latest media rights deals with all the different media entities, and now they're going to make even more. And then if you add in a neutral site uh, conference championship games, they're going to make even more. So uh, again, like. I know there's going to be some people who are going to be a stick in the mud and say like, oh, this is terrible. You're taking away the home game from a team that turned it and do this all the game. This is, this is fucking bullshit. <laughs> Why don't people do It's the same people who complained about the college football thing expanding. Same people who complained about anytime there's any kind of change or anything like that. This is not what I grew up with. This is not what I remember. I don't like this. I, you know what? I don't give a shit. I think, <laughs> I think personally, it's it's coming now that it's been broached now that the idea has you know that wall has come down yeah and not only that but with the ticket sales for it they saw that they can do it they can do it and it'll sell out just as quickly as any other game or a super bowl they can get it yeah and once you do that once now that idea is there it's like hey wait a minute we can we can market this. We can do this, and then it t- becomes a whole thing. Then you have not only are places bidding to get the Super Bowl, then you have places that are bidding to get in the rotation for championship games. And maybe you go, maybe you put some championship games in places you wouldn't put Super Bowls. You know, maybe you go yeah, a little bit more northern true. or outside. Maybe you do a little more stuff like that. You know, yeah. uh, uh, something of that nature. So I mean, there's there's a lot to cover. There's a lot to go down, but I think honestly within the next five years, that's probably going to end up being what happens. And uh, I'm excited for it. I'm excited to see how it goes down. All right. So let's do our picks for the championship games Um, for the state tuned sports, AFC and NFC championship games. Uh, Just want to put our name out there first as the first bidders in case they do go to neutral sites. You know, I got $5. Uh, I got, well, you can make the graphics for them. I can. I do. I did the field graphics for the one for the idea if they did it for this year. Yeah. So I mean, I could. I could do this. Um, 
you know, I, I, listen, I've been dying to be like an NFL graphics guy just to for their fields and for their stuff like that for like the Super Bowl because the shit they do for the Super Bowl now is fucking lame. Yeah. Like their field art and shit like that is terrible. I would love to be in charge of that. Let's start doing some of that. Make some Super Bowl logos. Start doing field art. Just let me get on some of that stuff. In fact, listen, if you just I'll just do field art. Okay, I'll just do how the fields look for that or for the championship games. And we'll do that. And it'll be great. Just, you know, come on, NFL. Give me a job. Give me a job. Just get me in there. <laughs> you know, six hundred thousand dollars a year. That'll be fine. Just I'll come up with some of the art for all the fields and do all this kind of stuff. I'll do it for all the teams. I don't give a shit. Let's go. <laughs> you know, but, uh, you know, that'd be right. great. Anyway, so, anyway, Chiefs versus Bengals. You go first. We're going to go with this game first. Uh, okay. Well, I, as I was saying before, man, uh, the Chiefs are a fucking wagon. You know what I mean? The Chiefs are the Chiefs. <sighs> but, man, Joe Burrow's just cool as shit. And he's, this is his, you know, apparently this is just his time of year. Yeah. Like, even back to his LSU days, like, you know, just it, when it comes down to the big games, you know, Joe Cool is going to be there. So it's hard to go against him. Uh, again, this is his uh, third year. Yeah, third year in because yes. the first year he got hurt. Yeah, his second year he went to the Super Bowl, and yeah, now this, this year is... he has a chance to go to the Super Bowl again. Like yeah. he's got two out of his three years, he's been to at least the AFC Championship game and has a chance to maybe go to the Super Bowl again. Currently, on FanDuel Sportsbook, Sportsbook right now, the Bengals are favored by one point. Wow. It's basically a pick them anyway, but the Bengals, yeah. that line shifted. I believe it started at two and a half for the Chiefs, and then it's shifted as the week has gone on to now the Bengals uh, favored by one at Arrowhead. Uh, personally, I got to say, just just everything with that Bengals defense, with with Joe Burrow and, and his offensive weapons that he has there, Mixon can run the ball uh, very effectively, very efficiently. Um Jamar Chase, uh, T. Higgins, just it, it, I, I can't, I can't go against Joe Burrow. I can't. I, I and and I, I don't get me wrong. Mahomes is great, and and granted, Kansas City can win this game just as easy as well. But if yeah. you, you're if you're asking me, if I was a betting man, which I'm not because I don't have any money, as I just mentioned, <laughs> but if I was a betting man, I'd put I'd put the money on the Bengals to win. I got I I got to go with the Bengals and I think that's what I'm going to do Bengals to win. All right. Um I'm going with Kansas City. Uh Okay. Again, I mean, we we both agree like, you know, the Bengals are just a very tough team with all that talent on both sides of the ball. I'm going to kind of play like the the numbers games here. Um they're on what, a 10 or 11 game streak, win streak or whatever, and streaks end at some point and I I just have a feeling that this might be it because there's also rumors out there that if Kansas City wins the Super Bowl this uh, this year, Andy Reid is going to walk off into the sunset. Um, and rightfully so. I mean, what else is there for him to, to fucking do? Um, and I, I, I think Patrick Mahomes and that team may have an inkling into that, so they might want they might play a little harder, like for the big man. So I'm going with the Chiefs over the Bengals and I mean, you know, two, three point game that I'm expecting a two, three point difference in this game, whether it's 45 points or 10 points, but uh, it's going to be a close game. Uh, it'll be close, but I don't think the Bengals are going to cooperate. They're going to be like, Oh, that's a shame. Sorry to hear about Andy Reid retiring, but we're going to send them a little early. Uh, you know, I, we heard he's going to retire. We're going to send him to his retirement. Yeah. So, uh, but I'll tell you what, man, Hell of a fucking career by Andy. I mean, I mean like so, maybe a Hall of Fame NFL coach. First oh. of all, no question about it. Yeah, uh, went to five NFC Championship games. Has now been to five AFC Championship games yeah. straight with the Chiefs. Uh, hard to argue. Hard to argue with that. And and the guy is just he's just a, such a creative football mind, uh, and just the the most likable guy in the world too. And, and he loves. Cheeseburgers. You gotta love a guy that loves a good cheeseburger. Uh, who doesn't like a fucking cheeseburger? Yeah, man? but you got, love... you got some people out there like sloppy you know, McDonald's. Well, they're they're the best burgers out there. No, you gotta get good like diner type cheeseburger. 
dude, I love Five Guys burgers, but oh, yeah. I'm not mortgaging a fucking house to get them anymore. <laughs> Fuck that shit. Yeah. Of course, $18 to get a fucking burger. Suck my ass. Yeah, I go, I go uh, like twice a year now. I don't even go to that. Well, again, I don't have any money. So, <laughs> uh, okay, okay. So now let's go to the NFC championship game. Going to be held down there in, uh, at Broad Street uh, next to Xfinity Live. Yeah. <laughs> Woo. Uh, at the link. Uh, San Francisco 49ers at the Philadelphia Eagles. This is the early game. Uh, we kind of did these in backwards order here. This is the early game. This is the 3 o'clock game. Uh, San Francisco 49ers at the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, hey, Jimbo, I, we know what you're going to do, so why don't you just go first and we'll get that out of the way. I'm going with San Fran. Um, yeah, right. <laughs> Suck my ass. Um, no, I mean, I obviously I, I want Philly to win, and I think there's only really one way that 49ers offense will beat us is George Kittle. I think we keep Debo and McCaffrey in check, but like I've been saying all year, we get killed over the middle, and that's where Kittle Kittle likes to go. Um, that's the same with the Chiefs and, and Kelsey. Those fucking yeah. tight end safety valves are murder, and they ne- they almost always never seem to be covered. Yeah, and they're if, always open. If our front line, if our fr- front four can get pressure on Purdy without the blitz, and, and our guys could you know, do their best to stay in that middle there, then I think we'll be okay. But if we got to use some blitzers to get pressure on Purdy, Kittle's going to have a, a monster day. But I, I just think we have too much, too much talent on both sides of the ball. Um, and I, I'm going with Philly. If there's any team that can shut down Jalen Hurts in that offense, it's the San Francisco 49ers. Um, that defense has been a great defense all year that front they have is amazing obviously by big arms bosa uh, uh leading the way um and the offense hasn't skipped a beat with purdy now again he's going up against another tough defense but as we saw last week at dallas he he faced a tough defense and didn't make the mistakes he never made the critical mistakes he never made a bad decision with the ball he he protected the ball. He protected where San Francisco was on the field. If something was there, he took it. If it wasn't, fine. Let's punt the ball and put it in the hands of our defense. Smart football, good football from the rookie, who sometimes you might feel like he he wants to do something or he wants to prove something. He, he And that game showed that, like in other games where he slings it and throws it around and has, has shown, you know, uh, amazing talent this year so far. That game he showed amazing intelligence yeah. against Dallas defense. And now he's up against the Eagles defense. It's very similar. Tough defense, hard defense. It's going to be hard to score points against them. It's going to be hard for Philly to score points too. I think as as talented as their offense is, this is going to be maybe the toughest defense that the Eagles offense has faced all year. Yeah. You know, um, so this is this is again this game again is only a two point game. Eagles are favored at home by two and a half. Okay. I'm gonna go with the feel good story of the year in Brock Purdy. I'm going with the San Francisco 49ers to go into South Philadelphia, piss off everybody. There's gonna be storefronts broken, there's gonna be things <laughs> on fire. Nobody's going to be eating horse shit because you didn't win, but I'm sure there's <laughs> going to be horse shit thrown at somebody. Who knows? Uh, assaults and batteries and robberies and looting. That's all going to take place. Well, I'll, t- I'll tell you this. I, I won't be putting holes in my drywall or, or taking my truck and running over TVs like cowboy fans. Goddamn uh, fucking morons. Yeah, but yeah, most of those were, if not all of them, were all staged and fake. Do you, you ever notice how most of those TVs look like they're from 2009? Yeah. Yeah, that's why. They took them from their old chairs. Like, hey, I got an idea. Let's be viral. I'm so mad at the Cowboys. I'm going to punch my TV. <laughs> Save her on the TikTok. Uh, you know, so that is what it is. But uh, I think and so that means my Super Bowl is the San Francisco 49ers versus the Cincinnati Bengals. Your Super Bowl is the Philadelphia Eagles versus the Kansas City Chiefs. We have completely different Super Bowl predictions. Will they come true? Will it be a mix or match? We're going to have to find out next Thursday when you find out when we come to the air and see how we did. 
Exactly. That'll be fun. So that's, that's gonna that be is our W picks. Um, head over to W.GG and use the promo code STSports18, all capital letters, to receive 10% off of your final purchase. Drink it and be focused for the games. And uh, don't be like Jimbo and hit the booze too hard because, you know, you're going to focus. You need to focus on these games. And also, you're going to have work the next day. So you don't want to be hungover. W will help you with that. W.GG. ST Sports 18 at the checkout. Get yourself 10% off. That'll be fun. I'm going to go and pass out because I have felt like ass all day. <laughs> and uh, uh, I'm just going to go and do that right now. But, uh, hey, congratulations to your Eagles, you piece of shit. <laughs>